<laughs> oh, look who's home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you. It contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 63 of Dumb All Over. Recording from the now very lonely state of Pennsylvania and New York, this is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we are always under the influence of craft beer. On today's action-packed episode, we will talk about the Shulkin firing, Ted McNugent, um, another Nestle story. Um, we're going to talk about the Oklahoma teacher strike. And then for our bigly topic, we are going to talk about federal jobs guarantee. Should be interesting as I have no idea what the fuck that means. And then we're going to end our show with the best way possible. We're going to listen to Alex Jones do whatever the fuck he does and talk about whatever the fuck he's talking about. As always, I am Tom. And now officially two hours away <laughs> is my co-host, Austin. Yes. Yeah, I'm here somehow. Hi, Austin. Finally got the recording stuff all set up, and I think we can do this. It's been a hellish week for you, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's been insane, but that's okay. I think I got it worked out and even was able to put together... The bigly topic for the week, so. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, how how are you enjoying the city life? Are you okay with no country bumpkins? Yeah, yeah, I like it. No, no Confederate flags up there. <laughs> no, I haven't seen one yet. No so. lawn sofas. No, no. <laughs> well, how about how I think about? I think there's like trash sofas. I don't know about lawn sofas. Hmm. Does that count? Does that count? I no, don't think that counts. I don't think that counts either. Oh well. Well, it's good that we have you here. Now, before we go anywhere, we have our beers, but we have another comment. Another another, another review. Yeah, we don't have two. It, it, it was cut in half, but we do have one. <laughs> That's okay. okay. So this comment is from Brute Mass 06. Okay. It's entitled, Very Cathartic. These guys really help put some levity in the idi- idiocracy that America has turned into. Thank you very much. Um, much appreciated for your comments. I like and, it. It was, it was short and to the point. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you said what you had to say. You gave us a five-star rating. It helps us on iTunes. And everything is amazing. Now, hear me out. I really appreciate Brute Mass 06. 
but we can All do right. better. Here we go. <laughs> we can do better as a community. This is what we are. We are a community. Help each other out. I am preaching. Uh, we must <laughs> leave in the comments. Uh, that that was, I don't know. That, I don't know what accent that was. I don't know. Just like aggressive pastor, preacher, man. We <laughs> <laughs> turned like a little bit of like a little Italian at the end. Well, that I can't help. I can't help, but it's to me. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Wahoo. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. But, yeah, no, seriously, thank you for leaving the comment. Um, if you would like your comment to be read uh, on the show, all you have to do is go to iTunes or your podcast app, which is also iTunes, and uh, leave us a comment there. Give us five stars because we're not reading anything less than five stars. Four mm-hmm. stars we might hint at. We'll say, hey, there's a four-star comment, but we're not reading your damn comment. Um, <laughs> give us a five-star comment. Leave us a comment. You can pu- you know, plug your podcast through- via your name or something like that. It's okay. We're okay with that. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Just do it. Just do it. Okay? Right. Just do it. That's trademark. I can't say that. Yeah. Um, now, we're going to have to do things a little bit differently because mm-hmm. we don't share alcohol, which means I have a feeling now that our episodes are going to get drunker and drunker because now we have full bottles. <laughs> <laughs> so it, there's a potential for this to go really badly. Agreed? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I am finishing up my other beer from before um that is not part of the show so um you have a beer for us today austin yeah i do actually i have the uh dogfish head 60 minute ipa unlike some people i know i haven't cheated yet so i haven't tried it well well first of all the beer that i'm drinking was my pre-game drinking beer okay (laughs) i have two bottles of beer here okay i'm gonna be drinking two at the same time i'm gonna be drinking my pre-game bottle because it's not empty and i am drinking one specifically for this episode um i have from sierra nevada it's a little bit of a different sierra nevada this is called flipside red ipa um i got it because the logo was really nice and that's it. That is literally it. That's all. There's no. There's no other reason. Uh, the ABV is a mystery to me. It doesn't. It doesn't mention it anywhere on this bottle. Um, what's a red IPA, Austin? Uh, red IPA. I'm not entirely sure, actually. To be honest. Oh, with you. so there's a potential that I grabbed something that might be undrinkable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Uh. I am telling you. Well, that. this is what it says. The flip side finds the perfect balance between hops and malt in this easy drinking red IPA. It features just enough smooth and slightly sweet malt body to support huge citrusy and tropical fruit forward hops flavors uh, from the use of Simcoe, Citra, and uh, Centennial hops. That actually kind of so, sounds pretty good. Yeah, so uh, how are we going to do the cheers? This is awkward. Oh. All right, here, I got. An- I have another bottle, okay. so I'm going to simulate it, okay? Yeah, simulate so it. Hold, hold up your drink, okay? okay. I'm holding and, it up, yep. Okay, and this is awesome. Physically, we're doing this via internet. It's amazing. <laughs> new, new technology. It's the greatest. Oh, wow. That was more forceful than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Almost that is what drink they, out of my hands. That is, that is what they say. <laughs> Cheers, Austin, to a, a new beginning. Sounds good. Oh, Oh, my. That's really tasty. Wow, that is good. 
You see, this is unfortunate because I don't know what you're tasting. <laughs> this is kind of bullshit. We're not drinking the same thing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, this, well, I've had the 60-minute IPA quite a few times, and it's... Have, have we had it on the show? I think in the early days, yeah. In the early days? Wow. We have early days now. How about yeah, that? I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the long beginnings of Double Over <laughs> a year and a half ago. But yeah, um, it's, it's nice, and it's, um, it's light. It's a 6%. ABV, Ooh, okay. So okay, it's a good start. Yeah, it's a good start. And it's um, it's it's not real, real hoppy. For I mean, it's an IPA, so obviously it's hoppy. But as, right. as IPAs go, it's actually pretty smooth. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, mine is definitely. It has the hoppy flavor. It's not overwhelming. You know, like when something is extremely hoppy, it leaves that bitter hoppy taste in your mouth. This actually has a nice um, like aftertaste of. Almost like a sweet fruit taste. So the fruit really does come through pretty well, hmm. which is nice. Yeah. Which is nice. It's a pleasant beer. Another really good beer from Sierra Nevada. How about that? Yeah, they, they make pretty good stuff. Now I'm drinking my pregame beer, which is from Great Lakes Brewing Company. <laughs> it is their Burning River Pale Ale. This is right. 6% ABV. What? All right. Hold All on. Right? No, I don't, think we're, <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to have two at a time. Oh, it's so. I think I like the Great Lakes a little bit better. All Listen, right, so, you leave so, you leave me to my own bearings, and I become an alcoholic. <laughs> this is what happens. This is your fault. Okay, you were controlling me. <laughs> okay, you were holding me back, Austin. That's what you were doing. <laughs> okay, Tom. Okay. <laughs> All right, Austin. Um, even though it's been a busy week for the both of us, um, are you ready to begin a busy news week of stories? Yes, I think so. Are you sure? Um. <laughs> Good answer, because it is time to enter the Trump Report. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Our first story. Um, I don't know if it's the biggest story of the week, but it's definitely one of. It involves David Sh- Shokin. <laughs> I know he doesn't have know. a complicated last name. No, I, it's it's not really. I just like saying it weird. I don't know why. <laughs> I like picking on him, and I don't really even care for him that much. Um, <laughs> so the the story here is he is or was the Veterans Affairs Secretary, and. He was the last remaining Obama appointee in the Trump administration. Oh, really? Yeah. And here's the thing. He was fired. Or he resigned. We don't really know. And that's the funny part about it. <laughs> Wait. So, I, I was, no, no, no. Hold on. How is yeah. that possible? Yeah. So Shulkin was pretty much... I'm, I'm going to simulate this, right? This is what he was like. He, he, he goes into his house. He's like, hey, wifey. And his wife wifey. is like, hey, your phone is blowing up. And he's like, I'm not popular, so let me check my phone. He checks his phone, and, and he sees a, tr- a tweet from the Donald. And the Donald says, well, Shulkin has resigned... And Ronnie Jackson, my doctor, is going to be the next Veteran Affairs Secretary. And Shul- and Shulkin was like, "What? <laughs> I didn't resign. I didn't. I didn't resign. <laughs> but apparently, apparently, he he did, according to Trump. And that's actually what's causing some problems. Look, people resign when I tell them to. Okay." Evidently, evidently, it's true. Actually, evidently, um, it isn't because he wasn't. He didn't resign. 
Well, yeah, I guess I or didn't he? I don't know. Mm. Anyway, this um, this, we'll read this uh, a little bit from the New York Times. Um, f- fake news. After weeks of uncertainty atop the Department of Veterans Affairs, President Trump dismissed its secretary, David J. Shulkin, on Wednesday and announced he would replace him with the White House physician, Dr. Ronnie L. Jackson, a rear a rear admiral in the Navy. That's probably a bad position you want in the Navy. No, no, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> oh, wow, that's wrong, Tom. Is it? Yes. Um, yes. Here's, the actu- here's the actual tweet, okay, from the Donald. It says, I am pleased to announce that I intend to nominate highly respected Admiral Ronnie L. Jackson, MD, as the new Secretary of Veteran Affairs. That was the tweet. That's it? That was the tweet. That was it. And Shulkin was like, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So now there's a whole uh, discussion amongst this particular event, whether or not this was even legal, first of all. And it's kind of alienated shulkin and even though he is a uh, obama appointee um he hadn't really been at least publicly outspoken about trump from what i can tell Hmm. but that has all changed um and shit is no longer working like that for shulkin Hmm. so it's still a developing thing every single day new stories come out but um it looks like he's gonna go after gop lawmakers he's gonna go after trump and uh, it looks like he also kept a record of things which is nice Hmm. for us as americans what do you think about this austin it's just such a bizarre situation i mean it's it's so weird like (laughs) i don't understand how this happens well, you've, you're telling me you've never been fire resigned? <laughs> yes, I'm telling you I've never been fire resigned. <laughs> oh, okay. Fire resigned. My new cover band. <laughs> <laughs> and by tweet, no less. And by tweet, yeah. Which isn't the first time that um, Trump has done something yeah, like this. Actually, yeah, sadly, that's the uh, the least interesting part of that story. Exactly, right? Um, um, it, it, I don't know. It seems to me like this is all about privatizing the VA. It's definitely it's definitely going to look like that if yeah. it's not, yeah. but it has to, it has to be. Well, it's, because, a, it's the only thing that makes sense. And it, from what it looks like, it looks like uh, Shulkin was opposing that. And Ronnie Jackson, the doctor, Trump's doctor, most likely will not be opposing that. Mm. So it puts his plan into into play, most likely, or it potentially puts it into play. Um, I don't I don't know much about Ronnie Jackson, so I can't really critique him personally. I would have to do a lot more research, in which I don't do. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a bizarre situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's ongoing, and it's going to be interesting to see what David Shulkin says in the future, if he says anything at all. But it does look like he's going to be. Uh, Stating his opinion, to say the least. Yeah. So there you go. Yep. Um, our next story, it's a fun one, and it comes from one of Austin's favorite uh, people in the world. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Actually, uh, funny. there's a funny story attached to this. Austin is a huge fan of uh, Ted Nugent. And... <laughs> Boy, and, you are lucky you are so far away from me. And what and what what you the listeners don't understand is that our former office was covered in cat scratch fever. 
it's crazy. Um, Tommy, you know those pictures of the, the former <laughs> studio all over Instagram. <laughs> they know that's not true. Well, you know, somebody can lie. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you. You could lie. <laughs> <laughs> this one comes from Newsweek. NRA board member Ted Nugent says, and, you know, it's ironic, but he does say this. The Parkland survivors have no soul and they're pathetic. Um, that's horrifying. Uh, Why would he say I'm, that? Oddly enough, Austin, it's coming from a man who is soulless and extremely pathetic. Yeah. So I almost I almost feel like he might be right because <laughs> who's going to know who has no soul and who's pathetic more than a person who has no soul and is pathetic? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think maybe because he has no soul and he's pathetic, he's not really in a position to judge. Well, well, you make a strong argument there, so I can't really say anything. Well, um, well not, national- not only that. I mean, he wrote a song about raping a 13-year-old. He was he adopted a 17-year-old so he could have a, a sexual relationship with her. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, Yeah. He's bragged about sexual abuse he, several times. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, no, he's a, he's a terrible human per- human being. <laughs> yeah, I know. Human person, and we'll say. The NRA board member, I already said that, uh, in a radio interview Friday with fellow conservative Joe Pagliaro, Rulo, who the fuck cares, um, <laughs> on the host talk show, The Joe Pags Show. He knew his last name was so stupid that he had to call it The Joe Pags Show. Nugent called the teen activists who survived the February school shooting in Florida that killed 17 students, mushy-brained liars, pathetic and soulless. Nugent who's at the fun age of 69 and a longtime NRA board member spoke to PAGS about the young activists who have been leading protests against gun violence and the NRA across the country. The host and guest singled out student leaders, guess who? Emma Gonzalez and alien David Hogg. <laughs> why why is he it? an alien? Well, I, Twitter has pointed out that his head is misshapened. Um, and, <laughs> wow, Twitter. And, and people are calling him an alien, so I'm wow, jumping on that bandwagon. That's messed up. It, isn't it fucked up beyond belief? Yes. Not just that. It's not just that, but like I started seeing pictures, not, thankfully not retweeted by our followers, but of uh, David Hogg specifically um, doing whatever he's saying, whatever he's saying in a protest, and a target drawn on his head. Oh, my he's God. Eight, he's an 18-year-old kid, Austin. Yeah, that's really bad. Um, they dissected a clip from the teen CNN interview uh, in which they called for politicians to stop accepting donations from the NRA, which Gonzalez called blood money. Uh, and mm. Nugent went on to say, the lies from these poor mushy-brained children who have been fed lies. <laughs> mushy-brained. Mushy-brained children who have been fed lies and parrot lies, Nugent said. Um the level of ignorance goes beyond stupidity. The National Rifle Association are a bunch of American families who have a voice to stand up for our God-given, constitutionally given right to keep and bear arms. So first of all, you stupid motherfucker, Jesus wouldn't even know what a gun was, okay? Yeah. Yeah. How would how would anything biblical know what a gun is? How could it be a God-given right if they had fucking knives and swords back then? Their version of a gun was a longbow. Yeah. It's a little different. It's so stupid. Yeah. When I hate seeing God-given right. That's not a God-given right. If there is a God, which there obviously isn't, but if there was, a God-given right would be the you know right to speak to breathe to poop those are god-given rights not okay fucking, okay the, yeah, yeah the, that's a right the right to breathe speak and poop okay. yeah what else do you need austin <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all I do. I think. I think <laughs> that's all I do is I breathe, I speak, and I poop. <laughs> no, I, f- I feel like you need more than that, but maybe not. What do you need, Austin? Tell me what you need. Internet? Food? Fuck food. Look what food is done. I can't even we'll get out it. of my couch. <laughs> Food sounds like an important one. I don't know if the internet would be a God-given right. but uh. Well, if a gun is, then fuck it. So is the internet. My por- <laughs> my porn is a God-given right. Okay? Um, uh, uh. Of Gonzalez specifically, uh, the Stoneman Douglas High School student who had been uh, particularly vo- gu- vocal gun control activist after she witnessed her peers' murders, Nugent said, this poor, pathetic individual is a liar. So... I'm. I, I hope he feels happy. He's a 69 year old man going after 17 and 18 year olds. Who? Yeah, and and this time not to sleep with him. And yeah, well, given the chance, Emma better watch out. I'm just saying. I'm just. I don't know. I don't know. Just he saying. Might not. Just saying. I don't know. I wouldn't put it past him. He's a freak. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't put it past him. Austin. He has a song called Jailbait. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real yeah, what, song. What, what, could, what could that mean? Yeah, what what could that mean, Ted? What, what what do you think it means? Oh my god. It's so it's so bad. It's so bad. And then of course, what did I end up doing? I ended up going um on Twitter, typing in these kids' names and then seeing the hate. Why why did you do that? I don't know. I just feel so bad and I can't help it. <laughs> I don't, I that's like that's them. that's the first rule of the internet is not to read the comment section. I know, section. I know, and that's why. And that's basically the comment section. That's why I let you deal with the trolls because <laughs> it hurts too much. So the, uh, too much. there's a paragraph in the article that sums everything up, and I, I have to I have to read this. This is not the first time Nugent has faced heat for inflammatory comments. In 2014, the guitarist was forced to apologize after he called then President Barack Obama a subhuman mongrel. The Michigan. Oh, the, that's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, uh, don't forget. He also told Hillary Clinton to uh, suck the barrel of his gun. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God, he's so horrible. The Michigan-born Republican who has faced criticism for his controversial song "Jailbait," which released in 1981, the lyrics included the lines, "Well, I don't care if you're just 13; you look too good to be true." End story. Uh, Our next story. <laughs> Yeah, actually, please just move on. Yeah, I can't. I can't even with Ted Nugent. It's disgusting. It's absolutely no, what, disgusting. What, what even is a Ted Nugent? Wayward Willis. <laughs> well, we can't. You know what, Austin? We can't answer that question. But you know who can? Our friends at the who? Wayward Willis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to crack up if I see <laughs> what even is Ted Nugent a couple weeks I, from now. I will love it so much. Um, and then I'll promptly send them a bill for a marketing. <laughs> And then I will I will send an apology letter because their show will most likely never get any traction again because <laughs> because we have completely derailed their show by going on and then giving them ideas and people are gonna be like nope nope <laughs> not what I signed up for um yeah I, I can't blame people no <laughs> our next story is actually uh, an addition to a story that we talked about not too long ago. We were talking about how Nestle, the Nestle Water Company, um, was about yes, to... And, and the people who also make the wonderful chocolates. Oh, it's the same company. It is the same company. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but they were going to be very, very local. 
and we fought back the little local rednecks around us or around me. <laughs> I like. I was gonna say I like how you use the the uh, phrase we. <laughs> <laughs> when you didn't even anymore. know about it, I didn't. But, well, no, but, but oh, you didn't even know about it until yeah, I told you. But listen, I'm still part of the we. <laughs> I take full credit. I can still take credit for their I achievements. I take full credit for their achievements. They probably don't even know what 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 happened. They were probably just like, "Oh, I see everybody fight. Must be for them, Barack Obama." And they got together and they fought him. And then they realized they did a good thing. Um, wow, that is really okay. Never mind. Just what? go ahead. How is that bad? That's our. That's that's this stupid area that you left me in. I'm still bitter about that. <laughs> this story is um, from mlive.com. Um, it is entitled "Michigan Approves Controversial Nestle Water Pumping Permit." Twenty-one months after Nestle Waters, Waters, it's plural. Ask state officials to increase the volume of water pumped from a well in, oh boy, (laughs) Osceola, Osceola County. The the Michigan Department of Environmental Quality has granted the necessary permit. The DEQ announced the permit uh, issuance Monday, April, what is this, 2nd. So only two days ago since we're recording, uh, you know, not on Tuesday. Um, (laughs) The permit will now Nestle, will now, will allow Nestle to increase the water withdrawal rate at White Pine Springs, well number 101, from 250 gallons to 400 per minute. (laughs) Well, it's funny, you know what, it's... um it's good that Michigan has a really strong track record of protecting the water yes. there. Yes, and yeah. oh, wait a second. No, oh, they they don't. That's <laughs> oh, no, right. Yeah. That's right. Flint might still have bad water. Yeah. Um, yeah, and other places like Michigan has a lot of them. They do, as we found out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, good job. So that Mi- that probably won't turn out well. <laughs> Michigan is winning an award. From possibly being the most corrupt state, it might actually be the most corrupt state if you think about it. A state, <laughs> well, and not just that, like the most corrupt with just water, with, yeah, the, <laughs> with just one thing, right? It's amazing. Um, but Austin, two hundred fifty gallons per minute to four hundred gallons per minute. Yeah, I know that's a huge jump. That's so. And what they're doing is they're taking the water and they're going to rebottle it and sell it. To, back to them. Back to them because they have no more water. You, you know what's going to be really fucked up is if they bottle it and then sell it to the people in Flint. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's a horrible thing. But it's, but you know what's going to happen? It's probably going to happen. Nestle's yeah, going to yeah. open up like a tent and they're going to be like one dollar bottle water, one dollar bottle water. And then people are going to go up to it because they still don't have running water that's not going to give you cancer or instant death. And they're going to drink yeah. it. They're like, wow, this is really good. Where's it from? Five miles down the road. You fucking <laughs> sons of bitches. Now, is it five miles? Probably not. I have no idea where Osceola is. I highly doubt they'd be getting water that close to Flint. Um, No. <laughs> 
The permit process stalled in 2000, October 2016 when MLM reported the company was planning to extract more groundwater in conjunction with a $36 million expansion of its Ice Mountain brand bottling plant in Stanwood. Uh, a handful of times since, the state has extended the public review period and in late 2017 requested more information from Nestle. And that leads us all the way until two days ago where it is now approved, all the permits are in, and Nestle will now take double, or just about, double the amount of water from this well. Double the amount of water. Yeah, it's about double. It's a little less than double. So congrats for not doubling it up. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not going to give them congrats for that. (laughs) This is horrible. I mean, we just uh, just talked about this possibly happening in our backyard, or your former backyard. Uh, Um, (laughs) I'll let it go eventually. I'll let it go eventually. Um... Hey, you know, you are always welcome to move up here. Thanks, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me now. <laughs> Why don't you tell me four years from now? What? You should have moved with me. What? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, well, I didn't, I didn't. I mean, not in this farm, <laughs> but I'm sure there's somewhere in New York he could live. Oh, he's not even telling me to move in with him. <laughs> he's like moving the city, just not near me. <laughs> well, you could be near me. <laughs> you are so fucked up. <laughs> oh, oh man. Anyway, um. There's that. It's not really... I mean, there's a lot more to the story. You can find it on MLive.com if you want to read the full story. Uh, the article is by Mark Tower. It's a it's a pretty in-depth story if you want to find out more information on it. But the, the, you know, the gist of it is that Nestle strikes again. And... <laughs> it sounds like the middle, like the middle Star Wars episode. <laughs> Nestle strikes back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, return of the EPA. (laughs) Return of the EPA. That's a good one. I like it. Uh, You better get to work on that, Austin. Oh, boy. Oh, I have to write it? No, I'm not writing it. Of course you have to write it. No, last time I tried to write something, American Horror Story stole it and made a (laughs) shitty season out of it. (laughs) Now, our next story, Austin, I'm not sure if I like this story or not. I'm not sure what I feel on this. You're going to have to help me. Um, okay. This okay. involves. I'll help you navigate your emotions. Thank you. This is involving Jeff Bezos, the CEO, owner, and future world dictator um, of Am. Well, he currently owns Amazon, but the world will be his in probably. Well, once you oh, deliver my fucking package, Amazon. Fucking. All right, hold on. Two days, hold my on. asshole. What future benevolent world leader? And I, for one, welcome our Amazonian overlords. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jeff- yeah, watch, watch one day, like, uh, you know, newly minted dictator Jeff Bezos will be listening to this and is like, okay, they were for us. <laughs> okay, so you want me to be for this. Okay, well. No, don't be for it. <laughs> okay, so don't be for this either then, because Jeff Bezos has lost $60 billion since Donald Trump started tweeting about Amazon. <laughs> oh, the funny thing is he lost more than Donald Trump is worth. Yeah, right? <laughs> now, now listen, before before our listeners get all crazy and start feeling bad for Jeff Bezos, okay? <laughs> Jeff Bezos feel bad for him. Jeff Bezos is the world's richest man with a net worth estimate 
over a hundred billion dollars since the start billion since the start of the year bezos wealth is based largely on the price of amazon stock as uh and as shares soared in early 2018 his fortune grew by more than 30 billion dollars so oh he's worth 130 billion dollars right now well not right now now because <laughs> not right now because now trump hates amazon again and mm-hmm. and apparently his four his 30 percent of people are not buying from amazon and jeff bezos is now down to 114 billion dollars so before uh, you freak out and be like what, what? trump is killing jeff bezos no he's fine <laughs> okay I'm, I'm going to make a really unpopular statement right now oh no <laughs> but i actually kind of agree with some of what trump said that's why I needed you to help me with my emotions. I don't know if I disagree or not, and I don't want to agree with him. <laughs> well, there, there's some places where I disagree. Like when he says that they are um, costing the post office money, and actually the exact opposite is true. They're the only thing that's keeping them afloat. Okay, so And I, and I know because I used to work there. <laughs> there are four tweets from Donald Trump that uh, Jeff Bezos is referring to and that they claim as the blame to his uh 30 million or uh i'm sorry 15 16 billion dollar drop off first tweet um i have stated my concerns with amazon long before the election unlike others they pay little or no taxes to state and local governments they use our postal system as a delivery boy causing tremendous loss to the united states in parentheses and are putting many thousands i don't know who spell checks this and who fixes this up but they're putting many thousands of retailers out of business okay so first of all you don't use (laughs) a really tough sentence to get through you don't use many thousands (laughs) i mean thousands and many are like the same thing so you don't have to say many thousands it's like why why didn't they just say they put thousands of retailers out of business wow that would make sense the next tweet (laughs) while while we are on the subject by the way, this is an hour and a half later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's his Twitter, right? Yeah. <laughs> While we're on the subject, it is reported that the U.S. <laughs> that the U.S. Post Office will lose one dollar and fifty cents on average for each package it delivers for Amazon. That amounts to billions of dollars. The but that's not true. F- the failing New York Times reports that <laughs> the size of the company's lobbying staff has ballooned, and that next tweet does not include the fake washington post (laughs) which is used as a lobbyist and should go double space which drives me crazy there's two spaces there register in all caps if the po increased its parcel rates amazon shipping costs would rise by two dollars or 2.6 billion dollars this post office scam must stop Amazon must pay real costs. So he actually found a way to attack the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the post office that he was just defending two tweets ago. Yeah, that's that's insane. And there's another tweet. Only, oh, no. Only <laughs> fools, only fools or worse, are saying that our money-losing post office... <laughs> makes money with amazon they lose a fortune and this can be and this will be changed also our well, no they don't they just they don't though also our fully tax paying retailers are closing stores all over the country not at a not a level playing field you cut amazon's taxes by 20 plus percent and you're yep. complaining that you're not that they don't pay taxes 
I thought not paying taxes made you smart. Isn't that what he said? Oh my god! Now, but look here. here yeah, but here's the thing that's really annoying, is that yes, he's right. They don't pay federal taxes, and they absolutely should. Right. And so it's annoying that he pointed that out because it's true. <laughs> and it is also true that they are putting, you know, thousands of uh, local retail businesses out of work that did pay taxes, both state and federal. Oh. And so that is also true. By the way, okay. that tweet, the second tweet where I said it was an hour and a half later, I'm sorry, it was two days later. <laughs> oh, two days later. <laughs> and then the fourth one was another two days later. <laughs> Oh my god, this guy, he's such a fucking idiot. Now listen, um, if you're going to be fair, right. if you want to be fair, Trump in 2015 said if Amazon ever had to pay fair taxes, its stock would crash and it would crumble like a paper bag. The Washington Post <laughs> scam is saving it. So he has been talking in the same, speaking in the same rhetoric for a long time. He's just not famous. But that this that specific tweet that I just read only had 2,000 likes. The, yeah, but Now but he averages 80,000. It seems like it gets right to the heart of what really annoys him about Amazon is that they own the Washington Post. Right, right. That's it, what exactly. annoys it. The, the other stuff he really doesn't care about. Yeah, I, I guess. Austin. Uh, I, well, he just gave them a huge tax cut. A huge cut, tax so. cut. A huge yeah. tax And then you're going to say they don't pay taxes. Well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> you allowed that to happen. Yeah, now, not only that, a bunch of other people won't be paying the taxes that they were paying yeah, before. Yeah, so, so who's fucking next? He'd be like, <laughs> well, Walmart, I bought these shoes and they ripped in like two minutes. They don't pay taxes. Yeah, well, again, no fucking kidding. But how, in your first tweet, you, you, you target Amazon as if they're attacking the post office. Yeah. So you're defending the post office essentially, and then you the spend- post office that he's trying to strip of all their benefits. Yeah, and, and then the next three tweets about it, he attacks them. He calls them. He he actually calls them the um. Where is it? Where is it? Hold on. Um. He he actually called it our money losing post office because you know he likes to tag little pet names with everything, because I think that makes well, him feel strong or something. I I mean to be fair, the post office does lose money. I know, and Austin, this is why I'm having trouble. I need your help. What do I? What do I think about this? <laughs> well, it's um. I think the, the only thing to think is that he's right about a couple things, and he's wrong about probably the majority of the rest of it. And uh, the reason he's doing it isn't because he really cares. It's clearly because he hates the Washington Post. Right. Right. So that's that's all there is. <laughs> he hates Washington Post, and he obviously hates Amazon. Um. Now, yeah, but because of that, because they own the Washington Post, if they had nothing to do with each other, he wouldn't even care. Now, Jeff Bezos has tweeted out a picture of a rocket ship that he apparently owns, and he apparently has asked Donald Trump to go in that rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> and he used the hashtag, hashtag send Donald to space. <laughs> so, mm, so, I like it. I like it. So, yeah, and, and this is, I'm very, very conflicted because he's not technically wrong. Everything he stated, well, for the most part, everything he stated was actually fairly accurate. They don't pay taxes. Thank you, Donald Trump, for allowing that to happen. Um, yeah, I know. But I also kind of like Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel bad for him because he's <laughs> no, still worth no. 115 or 114 billion dollars. So I'm yep. not not feeling bad for him. But no. he also wants to send Trump to space. So it seems and like that's kind of amazing. It really is. It really is. Yeah. He should ally with Elon Musk. I think they can make it happen. Uh, let's talk about one more story before our bigly topic. Okay. Um, this one affects 
both of us in a way because um oh i just realized the author of this this is interesting um because your mother is a teacher i was going mm-hmm. to school to be a teacher um mm-hmm. this is heck the article is written by a, a woman named harriet sinclair <laughs> which is sort of concerning now <laughs> yeah yeah mm. It's from Newsweek, so it's probably not related to that, Sinclair. Um, Oklahoma. Uh, let's, let's hope not. Hopefully not. Oklahoma Governor Mary Fallin, or f- maybe Fallon, but it's F-A-L-L-I-N, so I'll say Fallon. Um, <laughs> uh, teachers on strike are like teenagers who want a better car. Yes, okay. Do you agree You agree with that as well? Okay, well, we'll just move on to the big blue topic <laughs> yeah. then. Oh, uh, no, I'm uh, sorry. That's fucking crazy. Oh, no, you don't agree with that? Oh, okay. No, no. Teachers going on strike to demand a salary increase are like teenagers wanting a better car, according to Oklahoma Governor Mary Fallon, Fallon, whatever your name is. Fallon Fallon mm-hmm. made the comments in an interview with CBS News on Tuesday as thousands of teachers across Oklahoma and Kentucky uh, launched strike action demanding better pay. Around three hundred thousand teachers in one of the, by the way, in one of the best walkouts I've seen since the last walkout with the kids walked out of school. It's been it's yeah. been a lot of walking in this country, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, uh, we could use it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, McDonald's. Around three hundred thousand teachers in Oklahoma took part in a walkout that began. Um, heart disease. <laughs> That's the model that didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, Jerry, we're going to have to leave that one on the cutting room floor. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a good one. <laughs> how about ba-da-ba-ba-ba cholesterol? No? <laughs> that didn't work either? Shit. No, no. What no. are we going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they took part in a walkout that began on Monday, and that organizers have said will last until a salary increase is agreed to. But... The state's Republican governor appeared to have little sympathy for the teachers telling CBS teachers want more, but it's kind of like a teenager wanting a better car. The average. Oh, my God. The average teacher in Oklahoma earns $45,000 a year um, with VOA reporting the state is among the lowest paying in the U.S. for educators and fallen Fallon's. Uh, offer to teachers of a 15 to 18% raise was rejected ahead of the walkout as not enough with the largest teachers union union in the state asking for a $10,000 increase over the next three years. In addition, which by the way, Austin, 10,000 is not a lot of money. No, you're, you're, you're paying people who work all day, every day, 55,000. Yeah. It's not a lot of money. And if you no, if, if you think a teacher's earning too much money and they're making 55,000, you have to realize how difficult of a job being a teacher is. It's a year-round oh, job yeah. every yeah, single day. Uh, I mean, Thousands of lives depend on you and you're getting paid 45 grand a year? That's shit. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. Um when I And w- that's average like. Yeah, and when that, that means that the ones at the beginning are making less than that. When I was going to school and I was worried about not finding a job because Pennsylvania, it's very difficult to find teaching jobs. I was told, mm-hmm. go down south because there's such a teaching demand down south. Well, this is why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're living in poverty. Exactly. Um, let's see. In addition, teachers are also demanding uh, an increase in state education funding of $75 million in what they say will provide a better deal for the students they teach while the salary increase they have requested comes as many claim they're forced to take on additional work to supplement the teacher's salary, which makes sense. They're, they're, they're doing a lot more than $45,000. I can tell you that much. 
mm-hmm. to tell you that much. Um, so uh, what do you think? What do you think about the walkout, first of all? And then what do you think about, um, do, do you think they're going to get their pay raise? Well, I think it's awesome that they're walking out. And I know they're following the lead of um, West Virginia, who yep. already did this and successfully, successfully got yep. their 5% raise for every uh, public uh, um yeah, public sector employee in the state. I don't know if they're going to get it or not, though. But I think, I mean, it's becoming such a big movement for the teachers in these you know, severely underpaid states to walk out that, I mean, maybe they have a good chance. I don't know. I mean, but what else are you going to do but fight? Well, yeah, and I, I don't know, Austin. I, I don't know if they're going to get it either. I kind of hope that they do. It's toward the end of the year. It's toward the end of the school year. Um, yeah. You know, if they're out for another month, that ruins the entire school schedule, and yeah. a lot can happen from that. So it'll be interesting to see. Are they going to yeah, be? Are yeah. they going to be pressed? Are they going to be pressed to get a deal done? And if so, if the teachers hold out, then they're going to win. And you know what? Fuck <laughs> it. Let them win. Let them win. It's the Southern education anyway. Oh, you know who's good at making deals? I've heard. Um, no, actually, I haven't. I haven't heard of a good deal maker. You should read the book called The Art of the Deal. Maybe there's somebody in there that'll help us. Look, Look I don't like to read it. I, I wrote it, or kind of wrote it. I he mean, didn't it okay. even write it. <laughs> he didn't even no. write it. If he wrote it, that joke would be funny. He didn't even write it. I know. I know. <sighs> It's so funny, but I hate everything about him. <laughs> I, I really I do. Know. Fucking um, look, look, Tom. Hate is gonna hate. What accent is that? What are you doing? <laughs> it's like a really tired Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, fucking wake the fuck up because it's time. It is time once again for the pretty popular segment. <laughs> Evidently, it is time for the bigly topic. Yes, it is. It is time for the Bigly Topic, and it's my turn to talk yep. for a while. This which... is where I sit back on my very comfortable executive chair, which I just got. You can ignore Oh, all... did you? Did you just get a new chair? Oh, God. I am leaning all the way back right now. I got I got my beer in hand and my hand in a bush. No, that's not how the saying goes. Um, what? Oh, let's hope not. <laughs> well, let's see how this topic goes. If it gets pretty exciting... <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty comfortable right now. Go ahead, Austin. Tell me what the Bigly topic is and tell me what the fuck it's about. <clears throat> okay, so our Bigly topic for this week is the Federal Jobs Guarantee Program. Oh, yes, or just Yes, exactly. Okay. Or just a guaranteed jobs program because it's not necessarily just uh, restricted to America. Austin, you're sounding a little bit like a socialist. A little tiny bit. <laughs> <laughs> you're okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> and I just wanted to let everybody know, yes, this is my secret plan to push only policies I've seen on House of Cards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to say, isn't yeah. that a fairly similar program that uh, yeah, Frank uh, did? America, America Works. America yeah. Works, yeah. Uh, on a side note, I, is it just me or does uh, does Frank Underwood actually seem like he might be less disgusting than Kevin Spacey? I'm just saying. Um, um, Frank Underwood... <laughs> killed people <laughs> i mean yeah but kevin spacey molested children so that's my next poll question i don't know that's <laughs> that's a hard that's a hard they're both assholes yeah i know yeah hmm. but at least one was trying to get everybody a job um 
Yeah, no, Frank Underwood for president. I'd vote for him. <laughs> we already oh have God. we already have a child molester as president. Why not? All right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. go on. All right. So um, the Guaranteed Jobs Program is defined as an economic policy proposal aimed at providing a sustainable solution to the dual problems of inflation and unemployment. Uh, its aim is to create full employment and price stability by having the state promise to hire unemployed workers as the employer of last resort. Okay. Or the Hold on. ELR. Uh, yeah, go ahead. What? It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of words, Austin. I'm a simple no. man. Okay, so so basically they're just saying that um, for people who are unemployed, they're going to have a program which would allow them to work for the government. Oh, okay. And, it it and, is America Works, for real. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they will be... And it'll be the employer of last resort, which means that they're going to set the standards by which the uh, the minimum requirements of employment would be. So you know how we kind of have the minimum wage now? Right. Well, this would be, uh, it would go further than just what you get paid. It would have, like, it would show you what the minimum wage could be. It would have what the minimum benefits can be, the minimum, um, you know, hours and overtime. Like, that's why it, in one fell swoop you could eliminate a lot of the problems we're having okay 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 go on all right so um a jobs guarantee is based on the buffer stock principle whereby the public sector offers a fixed wage to anyone willing and able to work thereby establishing and maintaining a buffer stock of employed workers uh, the stock expands when private sector activity declines and declines when private sector activity expands much like today's unemployed buffer stocks Okay. So basically just, you know, when there's less public sector work or when there's less private sector work, the public sector will um, expand to take in those workers who are out of work now. Okay. Okay. I, I like it so far. You're selling okay, me. Yeah. You're selling me. Okay. So it, filled, um, it fulfills an absorption function to minimize the real costs associated with the flux of the private sector. When private sector employment declines, public sector employment will automatically react and increase its payrolls. So in a recession, the increase in public employment will increase net government spending and stimulate aggregate demand and the economy. Although conversely, in a boom, the decline of public sector employment and spending caused by workers leaving their um, guaranteed jobs program jobs. <laughs> that was an oddly worded Yeah, sentence. I was going to say that's, that's a little strange, but I did understand yeah. it oddly enough. Yeah. Um, they would leave those jobs for higher paid private sector employment. Of course. And that would. will lessen stimulation. So the uh, <laughs> lessen stimulation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that edging? Yeah. <laughs> this is like economic edging. Okay. <laughs> Oh, by the way, economic edging. Oh, no. <laughs> My new cover band. Oh, no. What the fuck are you going to do with that, Joe? I don't what know. That's not my... That's edging? Look, that's not my problem. Oh, man. I'm actually curious to see what he does with that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, the uh, jobs guarantee... <laughs> sorry. Uh, I, need, I need to get through this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, the uh, jobs guarantee functions as an automatic stabilizer controlling inflation. The nation always remains fully employed with a changing mix between private and public sector employment. Uh, since the jobs guarantee wage is open to everyone, it will functionally become the national minimum wage. Okay. So under the jobs guarantee, people who are of working age and are not in full-time education and have less than 35 hours per week of paid employment will be entitled to the balance of 35 hours uh, paid employment, undertaking work of public benefit at the minimum wage. Uh, this aims to replace unemployment and underemployment with paid employment. 
you know, up to the hours desired by whoever's working. So that those who are at any point in time surplus to the requirements of the private sector and mainstream public sector, so the stuff that's already public sector, can earn a reasonable living rather than suffer with the indignity and insecurity of uh, underemployment, poverty, and social exclusion. So it's kind of the argument they make for the moral side of having a jobs guarantee program. Okay, okay. Okay, so the fixed uh, jobs guarantee wage provides an in, uh, inbuilt inflation control mechanism. Uh, this was called the ratio of uh, jobs guarantee employment to total employment, the buffer employment ratio, so the BER, or BER. <laughs> <laughs> the BER? The BER. Yeah. The BER. I like that. I like the it bur. a little bit better. Yeah. The BER. Yeah. So the BER conditions the overall <laughs> rate of wage demands. I, that's just what we're going to say now. This is the BER. It's Philip, <laughs> Philip de Beer. <laughs> it's like a cold Frenchman. <laughs> 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 okay, I like it. So when the, now I'm gonna laugh every time I say this. Right. <laughs> so when the burr is high, real wage demands will be correspondingly lower. If inflation exceeds the government's announced target, tighter fiscal monetary policy would be triggered to increase the burr, which entails workers transferring from inflating sector to the fixed price uh, jobs guarantee sector. So basically, just what they were, we were talking about before, where when the private sector is having issues employing everyone, then the public sector becomes bigger and employs those that were lost to the from the private sector. Okay, I understand that. So, um, there are several countries which have Im- implemented this already. Um, for example, the Argentinian government introduced the Heads of Household program in 2001 to combat the social malaise that followed the financial crisis that year. Uh, Similarly, the Indian government announced in 2005 a five-year plan called the National Rural Employment Guarantee Act. And I'm not going to try to say that acronym because that doesn't... don't do that. Don't do that. No. No. It could could be bad. Uh, But that that was supposed to bridge the vast rural-urban income disparities that have emerged as India's information technology and service sector has boomed. So... Like all of those, you know, call centers and stuff that are in the more urban areas were doing really well, while the rural areas were not doing well. So, wait, when was that established in India? 2005. Um, Do you have any results on that? Does it mention any results? Yes. So, the program has successfully empowered women and raised rural wages, but has also attracted the ire of landowners who have to pay farm laborers more due to a higher prevailing wage. Okay. So, you know, people are always going to complain when right. workers make more money. Right. Uh, the projects tend to be highly labor intensive and low skill, like dam and road construction and soil conservation, with modest but positive long term benefits and uh, fairly easy management. It seems like it's working okay. I mean, there's not a whole lot of data because that's only a little under 15 years. Uh, yeah, just about. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. almost there. Yeah. Okay, so the South African government has introduced the Expanded Public Works Program okay. to overcome the extremely high unemployment and accompanying poverty in that country. And they also recognize that the state has a major role in providing for employment guarantees. So okay. basically it's the same thing. Okay. Now, this one, this one is really interesting. What's that? So in the United States, the Humphrey Hawkins Full Employment Act of 1978 allows the government to create a quote, reservoir of public employment in case private enterprise does not provide sufficient jobs. Oh, really? The, these jobs are required to be in the lower ranges of skill and pay 
as to not draw the workforce away from the private sector. However, the act did not establish such a reservoir. It only authorized it, and no such program has been implemented in the United States, even though the unemployment rate has been generally above the rate, which is 3% that was targeted by the act. So we actually have the means and the mechanism to do it. We just haven't. Why do you think that is? Do you have any... Do you think it's just... Like, yeah, what, what do you think is the reason behind that? Oh, probably because, um, I, I don't know. Right? Uh, to be honest, I mean, 2008 would have been a great time to do that. Well, yeah, during the recession, that would have been perfect. That's all I, that's all I kept thinking about because, like, at, at the very worst, I mean, the unemployment says it's at four, but uh, I've, I've seen, uh, like, you know, chief economists around the world uh, argue that it's always, like, 10% higher than what they say. Yeah. So, yeah. or, or, so it could be at like 14%. So, if that's the case, if that is the case, just establishing this program seems like it'll do a lot of good. Maybe that's the reason. That might be the reason why. <laughs> yeah, that might be. Yeah. And I mean, FDR, the, a lot of the New Deal stuff was similar to that. Mm-hmm. Doing a lot of public works. Right, right, right. Getting people working. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's, uh, it, Maybe because it doesn't seem like it's a very popular method around the world. Maybe if some more European countries would start to, you know, initiate it, because it sounded like there was only a few a few countries. Unless there's a lot more, and you just chose a couple. No, there, there's only a couple. Um, there might be a couple more than what I mentioned, but those were the easiest to get information on. So maybe, maybe that's the reason behind that. Maybe it's just oh, wait, not wait. tested enough. Oh, but, okay, but here, here's the here's another interesting thing. Um, in 2011, the Institute for Public Policy Research, a UK think tank associated with the Labour Party, advocated a job creation program. Uh, with compulsory take-up on pain of loss of benefits for the long-term unemployed only. So if they were long-term unemployed, they were going to have a jobs program. Okay, okay. So so the Labor Party under Ed Miliband subsequently went into the 2015 general election with a promise to implement um, an even more limited jobs guarantee, mm. um, specifically part-time jobs with guaranteed training included for long-term unemployed youth. If elected, however, they lost that election. Right. This is still Labor Party policy. However, they are looking at universal basic income as a possible alternative policy. Hey, that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't imagine uh, what political podcast might have talked about that. <laughs> so anyway, that's right. yeah. So that's basically that's right. It was, the, uh, that's right. It was us. It was us. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> oh, okay. And then, of course, um, in the third season, oh, wait, uh, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched House of Cards, which you should have by now. Um, well, yes, in, in the third season of House of Cards, a job yeah. guarantees program called America Works was a key policy proposal for President Underwood. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I tried to rewatch <clears throat> House of Cards. Now, when Kevin Spacey stops and turns and looks at the camera and makes eye contact and whispers his sweet nothings it i feel i feel like he's uh, like he's touching me <laughs> oh my god oh my i can't, god. I, I couldn't sit through it i was like oh no stop staring at me into my eyes stop <laughs> so it's a little difficult now if you haven't seen it but yeah that yeah. was a huge reason why his uh, approval rating bumped back up if i remember correctly yeah, yeah. uh because it worked but- but anyway, yeah, so that's the uh, Jobs Guarantee Program. Very nice, Austin. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. I think that it seems 
It seems like it'll help, especially in a time of need, um, or at least to set some sort of precedent. Mm-hmm. You know, that maybe at, yeah. at, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing there is that it'll tell what other businesses have to do, the minimum, you yeah. know. But I don't know. And I, and I believe it's one of the few, like, policy ideas that actually has um, high approval ratings when questioned between both rural and uh, urban Interesting. Um, residents, yeah. It seems like one of those things that would, that if presented correctly, um, would pass way before anything else that we've talked about. Because this seems like it's the most the most understandable, the most effective of all the things that we've talked about. Maybe not the most effective, but definitely yeah. the one that could be implemented tomorrow. Yeah, and it kind of like it it um it it makes it much more difficult to argue the whole like right wing handout thing, you know, where they're always like, Oh, we're gonna give handouts to people who don't deserve it. Right. You know, this is a job, so it's much harder to argue that. Exactly, yeah. And you know what? It puts some it gives some people some money. It gets some yeah. food in their mouths, hopefully yeah. feeds their family. You save a few lives while you're doing it and you help lead the way. Get people off yep. the street and working when you know you can. Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the day, isn't that what governments are supposed to be for anyway? To help yeah, us out? Supposed to. Yeah, yeah, well, how's that yeah. working? Well, <laughs> thank you very much, Austin. That was mm-hmm. uh, very informative. Um, but I do think that we need to take a break. We'll yeah. refresh our alcohol and when we come back, we will uh we'll let we'll let Alex Jones do most of the talking. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. See you in a bit. All right. Welcome back to Dumb All Over. Um, this is the final segment of the show. And with that final segment of the show comes our um, final alcoholic beverage of the show. So with that said, Austin, what are you drinking for our final segment? Well, I've decided to switch to scotch because fuck you, I can. Yeah, it is. It, it is uh, as, as we discussed in a previously now gone <laughs> clip forever. It is our show, and we can drink what yeah. we want. So I have a Chivas Regal uh, 12-year-old blended scotch whiskey, and Ooh, it looks very, fancy. very good. Okay. I have a special craft beer. It is from a company known as Duclaw, mm. and do you know what drink it is also? No, Tom. Tell me. It is Sweet Baby Jesus! <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> it is their chocolate peanut butter porter. I bought... Two six packs. <laughs> wow, that is a lot. That's a lot. I am going to drink them all tonight <laughs> because it's so good. So, with that said, I got the bottle. Ow! The microphone just went in my mouth. And here's this. Hold your hold your fucking drink up, Austin. I gotcha. Cheers. Ooh, that actually like that did. I I, I reached out my arm, and it. <laughs> It it's, really it's almost like it's almost like I'm there to touch you. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and you. Oh my god! Mm, I love scotch. I'm sorry. What happened? Nothing. You I know you're really enjoying your sweet baby Jesus. Mm. God, Jesus tastes so good. <laughs> if this is what he tasted like, I'd blow him every day. <laughs> Imagine that's how they get this. <laughs> 
This is his sperm. Oh my god. Oh god. So okay, good. Pastor Manning. Im- Im- impregnate <laughs> me, please. <laughs> you know, but let me have. Let me give birth to bottles of sweet baby Jesus. I am down. <laughs> I am between down. yeah, between sweet baby Jesus and wine and crackers. Mm-hmm. I'm good to go. Yeah, I mean Jesus good was very go. delicious. Very very good taste. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I heard he was nailed though. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, they're gonna crucify you for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pressure is bearing down like a cross. Hey, um. <laughs> Let's let us move on to um, this wonderful clip. Um, Austin, explain well to your to the best way you can explain what's going on here. Oh, I have no idea what's going on. Here. <laughs> uh, I just, what is what does right wing watch say is going yes, okay, on? Okay, so what what right wing watch says is um, Alex Jones screams that uh, globalists want to murder the Midwest. Now, Austin and I picked through this a little bit it's a little longer of a clip mm-hmm. it's like three minutes yeah. long um i saw a couple parts in it austin saw the beginning parts of it he definitely screams but we have not listened to the whole mm-hmm. thing so this is going to be a surprise for all of us yep. it's probably not very religious but it's still the segment so let's begin the scary religious nut jobs <gasps> Without further ado, here, everybody, is the great Alex Jones. And listen very closely to what he says at the beginning, because I found it a little unnerving. <laughs> and I just walk all over Austin and... Sh- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like that. <laughs> Nobody's no. going to walk all over me. Um, yeah, that's definitely unnerving as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You don't want him stepping all over no. you. But we've literally gotten through one second of this clip, so we need to keep going. <laughs> that's true. UT students with Mao Say Tongue shirts on, and they're not joking around like wearing an old Russian shirt or something. <laughs> you know, it says CCP or whatever. And they're into it, and they love it, and they got tattoos of it, and they got smartphones, what? and $100, $200 skinny jeans, and they're getting in nice <laughs> cars their parents are paid for. And you go, this doesn't ideologically make any sense. Yeah, it does. They want power, and they want to direct everybody, and they want to kill the Midwest. What? They want to kill the Midwest with their skinny jeans and nice cars that their parents paid for. Austin, what is going on? I don't know. I don't know. What what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's um the insane ramblings of a madman, I believe. So far I'm completely lost. I'm completely lost. I don't understand the context of this at all, but it seems to me it's just utter madness. Well, here's a, no? like, I know I know you listeners can't see him, but uh, Alex Jones kind of looks lost, too. <laughs> he definitely yeah, does. He's like, eh, I and, don't know. But, <laughs> how is he going <laughs> to... That's a great picture, by the way. He's just like, he's just like did I really just say that? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, wait all till right. you hear the next thing I say. Oh, God. They don't want to just... Uh, reorganize things they want a giant bloodletting it's their religion 
They hate flyover country. They hate bitter clingers. Hillary hates you. They all hate you. It's in the WikiLeaks. If you're black, if you're white, <laughs> if you're Hispanic, if you're Asian, if you're a Christian, if you're a conservative, if you are self-sufficient, oh, oh if you are not a Satanist, if you are not mentally ill, they want to put you in a forced labor camp and watch you starve to death because it what? makes them feel powerful. Mm. They want to rape your wife. <laughs> they want, just like in East Germany, if you want to be in the theater. Well, I have to say good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. Minor problem. <laughs> yeah, especially if you say it that way. <laughs> oh, Alex Jones. Uh, you this know is what? just a lot of insanity. Yeah. This is a lot of insanity. Yeah, let's just let him keep talking. I mean, there's nothing to say. Or be involved. You've got to have sex with the party officials. They want to be able to kill and rape whoever they want. They want. By the way, sex party officials, my new cover band. <laughs> that oh oh, I got one for that, but I'll let Joe figure okay, it out. Okay. Let's see if we. Let's see if me and Joe have the same opinion on that one. Authoritarianism to carry out criminal operations and the raping of your children. Their oh, religion oh, is pedophilia and torturing people to death and starving you to death and murdering you. It's why their God helped round up Nazis when he was 14, 15, 16 for his stepfather and helped round up thousands and told 60 Minutes it was the best time of his life and he would do it over again and he's not ashamed. If somebody else didn't do it, he would have done it. And by the way, I've said this, and I love everybody. <laughs> okay, so first of all, Austin, I have to say this before, because because you know you know you know what I feel right now. I feel a meltdown on his way. Like you can see it boiling up. He is about to melt down. But I don't think he understands how to use air quotations. <laughs> <laughs> he's just air quoting everything he says or maybe he's doing that on purpose because he knows you should literally like you know it's a figure of speech but he's quoting everything that he says Tom that's because he loves everybody <laughs> <laughs> Austin there's a meltdown on his way right. you can in the pausing that you just did right here oh yeah he, look he looks like he's gonna lose it yeah right, I want to see him lose it <laughs> But when we put together two different compilations of that video from that transmission that I've had before that they try to take down, we didn't put it out with the parts where he said it was the best time of his life. What? So I want another version of that, and I'm going to air today. <laughs> what, is, what is this about? I think it's George Soros. No, I, 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 th I think that I think you're right on that, but what is this about? <laughs> I don't know. I really think he's lost his mind. If, it it didn't matter what happens; it's going to air. In fact, I'll just air the whole thing. That, in fact, just get me the entire sixty minutes. That's what I'll do. I'll air the whole twelve minute segment. I will not be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Look at oh he, my God. he thinks he's so heroic for airing twelve minutes. <laughs> I know. I, I, yeah, I know. Try doing our show, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, he does. He, his show does last a, a long time. Um, but, you know, I, I'm thinking while I'm watching this, Austin, no wonder why people are so afraid of, like, the government and no wonder why people are are, are okay with, like, fear-mongering. Oh, yeah. Because you got people like this who are just spewing this random shit, mm -hmm. and it makes you almost angry if you have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I, yeah it's crazy.
Uh, all, all right. right. Let's see the melt. Let's see the rest of the meltdown. Because I get on my knees and beg for something particularly. Well, I don't get it. But I'm not the coma. Got that? I'm not in one. Well, he's not what? I'm going to stop that Nazi piece of crap. Obviously. And you're going to stop him. And he hates our guts. Well, we're coming for you. You got it? He's always well, coming. That's for who somebody. they worship. You understand? His he's eyes their just God because he's a killer. They love it. They think it's sharp. They think it's sexy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard over and over again. Whoa, Nobody is more sexy than <laughs> George Soros. <laughs> you are pausing Alex Jones at the best times ever. <laughs> That is the constipated Alex Jones look right there. I have a fe- Wait, hold on. I have a feeling that Keep he- it right. No, I have a feeling that he's a lot like um well, what's her name? Uh Lori Baker, where it's just like it doesn't matter where you pause it, he's gonna have a great face. I think so. I, I'm you know what I'm doing? I just took a screenshot of Nice. <laughs> I need that in my All life. Right, Go let's on. keep going. I've read about they worship the big Brzezinski. The big up is a big because he manipulated the camera rouge into killing millions. And they just think the more people you've killed, the more power you've got. Um, I'm going to go to rebroadcast and go get that clip myself. That's the answer. You've got to take off to the crack paper. What it's all about. Jesus Christ. Get out of the coma. <laughs> now, that's it. <laughs> wow, right wing watch. You, you you can tell that he's nothing but a sham by the way he ended that. He's all excited and freaking out and this and that, and then he just stops. He just calms down and then moves on. <laughs> what? That's because what else is there to say? I I don't know, Austin. Maybe explain what the fuck you're yelling about. Well, it did seem like he it did seem like he was about to say something else, and the right wing watch is like, "Yeah, hey, you've seen enough." Yeah, I mean, there's not. A, you don't need to see any more than that. No, that, no. that was something else. <laughs> that was something else. That's what I like Holy to call. Shit, I like to call that peak Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's perfect. It builds up with a lot of government conspiracies, a lot of hoopla, and then all of a sudden, two minutes into the clip, there's a meltdown. Yeah, and it's a great meltdown. It's one of the, it's one of the biggest meltdowns I've seen Alex Jones have in a long time. Uh, Thank you, Alex uh, Jones. That was amazing. What do you think about that, Austin? I I need your opinion on that because I'm I'm lost. <laughs> I mean, it was just nonsense. It's just it, it screamy, really was loud nonsense. It seemed like it, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was entertaining though. It was definitely entertaining. That was a, a yeah. three minute and fourteen second <laughs> clip, and yeah. it was worth every second. <laughs> Yep, yep um, agreed. Let's take a break and we'll come back with our final thoughts of the show. And we are back to conclude this big dumb show. It was bigger, and it was dumber than normal, (laughs) but that's what you signed up for, so thank you very much. Austin, what are your final thoughts? Oh, my final thoughts were, um, yes, I made it. (laughs) Yes, he did. exhausted, I made it through the whole show. Yeah, listen, Uh, um, it's, I know it was a struggle, but, um, thank you for, you know, taking 
little bit of time out of your day to try to get this done. It's going to, you know, tomorrow is going to be a rough day when you do editing, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, thank me tomorrow because yeah. that's my much bigger. <laughs> but know that you're greatly appreciated. I hope that helps a little bit. It's like thoughts and prayers. It yeah. means nothing but sentiment. <laughs> it, it helps. It helps, but this Chivas is going to help a lot more. I good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Trump seems to be having a more and more unhinged week as the week goes on. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, but of course, you know we're only halfway through the week, so it'll probably get crazier as soon as we hit end record. Yep. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> and. Thank you, Alex Jones, for just being peak Alex Jones. <laughs> like it doesn't get any more Alex Jones than that. It really doesn't. It doesn't. No, this is Alex Jones. It was perfect. It was perfect. It really is. It's a bunch yeah. of nonsense with with a meltdown. It's great. It's beautiful. I love it. Oh, and and uh, yes, America works. So yeah, you know that's, that's what we need to call that bill if it's ever actually oh, introduced. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be hilarious if that actually was the name of the bill, though. Yeah, I yeah. I'd, I'd I'd back it. I'd support it. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Underwood 2020. Oh well. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> hey, we didn't specify which Underwood. Ah. Okay. Mm, okay. Well, mm, let me see after this season if I like her policies. <laughs> um. <laughs> as if it really matters. Um. Yeah. Same. Same kind of deal for me. Now uh, it's been a crazy week. Uh, I started my new job this week, so apologize. Um. For the lack of activity on social media um once our lives get back to normal things are going to be a little bit more uh productive hopefully um, hopefully yeah just just deal with us for now and how's that new job going by the way it's going pretty well i i enjoy it i mean there's some annoying aspects like the scheduling which is not mm-hmm. done until the week that you're working so that's that's a challenge for a podcast that needs a, a, a day's worth of you know focus. But mm-hmm. we'll, we're going to find a way, Austin, one way or another. We're going to figure we something do. out. We we always do. Somehow, I feel like the episode's still going to get out on Friday this week. I <laughs> yes, don't know. I don't know how. I really didn't think it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's that. But yeah, thank you, Alex Jones, for another amazing clip. I, I love, I love you, Alex Jones. I really do. Thank you so much. <laughs> like I, you're welcome. <laughs> like I hate him, but I need him. <laughs> I really do. He, he fuels completes me. me. He completes me. Oh, I love you, Alex. Um, I really don't. I hate him. Hey, that's it for our show. If you like this. Get yourself checked immediately, number one. Number two, check us out on blogtalkradio.com forward slash pod. As soon as they let you out of the asylum. As soon as they let you out of the asylum. So we'll be done by then. <laughs> there won't be a show by then because they, they're going to look at you and they'll be like, why are you here? And I listened to them all over. <gasps> 25 years, max. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> you ain't coming out of this fucking loony bin. Um, uh, we, you can find us on iTunes. And if you do find us on iTunes and you like the show, give us five stars, leave us a review, we'll read your review as we have done the last three weeks, Um, then we're going to yell at the rest of the people who haven't, but once you leave your review, you're not part of that group anymore and you're part of the special people and I love you so much. Yes, so you can feel smugly superior to everyone else. Yes, exactly, and you should, you deserve that right. Uh, We are- (laughs) It's God-given. We are- (laughs) That is a God-given right, not to fucking own guns. Sorry. Um- Okay, 
listen, you can you can follow us on our very inactive Twitter page right now. It will improve. Twitter's our number one source at Pod. We are on Facebook. Um, that's even more isolated right now. Um, mm, also, yeah. Dumble Over Pod, Instagram, Dumble Over Pod. You see the, you see the, you see the thing? It's all Dumble yeah. Over Pod. Okay. Yeah. Um, now it is. Yeah. 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 Well, and then because of a fuck up, now you could go to patreon.com forward slash Dumble Over Pod and you can find our Patreon where if you'd like, you can become a patron right now for like a dollar or more. You know, preferably more, but a dollar's fine. Um, <laughs> We're not complaining. No, 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 no. We love uh, any kind of support for the show is fucking amazing. I don't know why you would do that. Crazy people. Oh, by the way, we have to thank our patrons for getting us to our first goal. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, uh, our, we set our first goal for uh, what is it, twenty dollars an episode or something like that, mm-hmm. and we hit it. And that's a huge landmark uh, moment for us. We're very, yeah. we're very, we're very happy, very proud, and very thankful. Um, and like I said before, if you want to become a patron and join that crew, you get a bunch of bonus fee- uh, footage. Um, not sure if this week we're going to have one or not. We'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe you and I can record something later this week, and that's you know doesn't matter. Yeah, sure, because that doesn't need to come out by Friday. No, it definitely doesn't. So maybe sometime tomorrow night or something. Whatever you're up to, it's up to you. Yeah. Um, okay. but we have a lot of good content there. A lot of extra footage. Uh, some some stuff. Extra content. Extra no, no, uh, of its footage. Yeah, no footage. <laughs> God damn it! I always say that. Uh, <laughs> extra content because some of the stuff is not worthy of making the episode and the episodes are longer and apparently the audio is much better on patreon so there's a lot of reasons to join us and to be honest we're we're working on making patreon great again and we're going to uh continue to add to patreon yeah yeah uh sure (laughs) so anyway that's my spiel um that's all I got. We will somehow be back next week with a whole nother episode. Um, if everything goes according to plan, I have an interview set up with somebody who's very special. Uh, I'm going to be excited to hear that in the editing room because I can't be there. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that one on my own. It's going to be solo it, interview. It's going to yeah. be interesting. I, I'm not going to okay. probably, probably not going to drink. Probably not going to drink. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I have to say, I'm almost like 100% positive that most people tune in to hear you anyway, so. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. No, I think so. Cause, yeah, I think so. Wrong. Anyway, that's all I got, Austin. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, I guess before Skype craps out on us, because I just heard a click in Skype. Hey, um, enjoy the rest of your week, listeners. Austin, good luck settling down. If there's anything that I can do, just let me know and I'll help you out. Okay. Thank you, Tom. No problem. And thank you, all of the listeners, for listening. And uh, if this is out and you're obviously listening right now, know that... It was very difficult. <laughs> it was, yeah. And yeah. and if it's not your nor if it's not the normal type of episode, understand the circumstances behind it, please. Um, yeah, I have to say, like, I never thought we'd have a more hectic week than that time we had the yeah. snowstorm and the power yeah. outage for six well, days. But this was worse. <laughs> it definitely was. Uh, not yeah. so much on my end. Definitely on your end. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're doing the editing, so. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
yeah so like i said hopefully in a week or two we should be in a in a decent uh well, decent schedule and all that so just be patient yeah. with us we uh su- we we thank you for all your support and uh yeah that's it thank you again and, and leave comments do it because do it said so yes you are not allowed to not do it yeah that's right think about that i heard <laughs> i I heard your brain's like, like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah, they're, yeah, think, they're right. thinking about it. Yeah, good, good. Think about it. iTunes. All right, podcast app. Well, now we'll catch up with everyone next week. Patreon forward slash the Pod. <laughs> Alex Jones, Jim Baker. <laughs> what? Uh, I was just. I, I just. I just need lots of money. <laughs> lots, lots of money. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's fucking money. enough. <laughs> Have a great week. We'll be back next week with a whole lot more dumb shit to talk about. Awesome. I'll uh, talk to you soon. Yep. All right. See you, everybody. Woo! Uh, or not. <laughs>